Future Past, dramatized stories from the golden age of science fiction. Higher education is a wonderful thing, but in the hands of students, it can be dangerous, especially students on a mission with no common sense. So if you're a mother of a newborn and a student comes knocking on your door, be careful. Presenting Knock Knock, based on the story Teething Ring by James Causey. Adapted for radio by Lori Ann R. Vasquez. Come on, Junior. Stop crying. Just so I can get the laundry. And the oven. Please. I'll buy you a present. Oh, thank God. There you go, honey. All ready for sleepy time. Who's getting a big old present when he wakes up? (laughs) That's right. Mama's spoiling you to keep you quiet. (laughs) Finally, time to myself. (laughs) Of course. What? What? (laughs) Get away from my house, you weird little man. I'm not a weird little man. I'm a student. Can you answer my questions for my class? Eh, how rude. Class 4 beings are supposed to be nice. Huh? Oh no! If they're this mean, I may not finish my assignment, and with my grades, I need to... uh, Talk to the professor. Come in. Professor Nord? Why am I not surprised to see you, Physic? What is it this time? Another extension? No, I just hit a snag with this. Always hit a snag, Physic. I'm sorry, sir. Do you have any idea how close you are to failing? Yes, sir, I do. Very much. That's why I came to you with this snag. I asked you to travel to a Class 4 planet, interview the locals, and write a report. What snag is there in that? They were mean. Mean? I got yelled at and insulted and had a door slammed in my face. Really? Are you sure it was a class four? Yes, sir. I followed the coordinates exactly. Hmm, that's unusual. Uh, Let's try something different. Like a bribe? Gift. Oh, of course. What kind? Oh, something nice from the free table in the basement should do. Uh, Make sure it's shiny. Yes, sir. Oh, and physic? Yes. You are not to accept any currency in exchange for your gifts. Really? I mean, why? Currency contains germs. We don't need that here. Understand? Yes, sir. Good. Your place in this school depends on it. Oh, yes, sir. You've reached Harry Carter. I'm trying to land men on Mars right now, so please leave me a message. Time for science. Bye. That is the most obnoxious. Harry, it's your wife. Please pick up the phone. This weird little man showed up on our doorstep and... You don't care, do you? I just can't catch a break today. Why did I even open my mouth? Can I help? Ah! Please stop yelling at me. You again! Leave right now or I'm calling the police! I have gifts. What? I'm an anthropology student. My teacher gave me gifts so I can exchange them for answers to my questions, please. That is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. I assure you, my school is quite normal. Here, look what I have to offer. Ooh, shiny. These are pleasing to you? Well, I don't know. Come in, and I'll take a closer look. 
Thank you very much. So this is what a class four dwelling looks like. How primitive. A what? Class four. My school uses numbered system to classify different life forms. Uh-huh. Will you answer my questions now? You are one pushy... kid? Teen? Especially for showing up unannounced. I am neither of those things. I am a student. Oh, but you're bald. Everyone in my school is bald. But your face looks so old. Do you have that Benjamin Button thing? I do not know what that is. Oh, this is one of those fraternity pranks, isn't it? Fraternity? I do not know that word. Can you just answer my questions? That's it. This is a fraternity prank, isn't it? They've been all over the news. I should have known. This is why you're acting so weird, right? You just can't talk about it. All I want is to ask you some questions. I will not take up much of your time. May I please? Sure. It's the least I can do after all that horrible fraternity put you through. Thank you. What is that? A recorder. I've never seen anything like it. It is the best my school can afford. That is why it makes the noise. Oh, it's junk. I totally know about junk. Look at this house. You consider this primitive dwelling junk? (laughs) Are you kidding? For all the noise the government makes about the importance of getting men on Mars, this is where they stick the people making it happen. It's a shack. So space pilots live in these dwellings? Them? I wish. No, these are for the scientists and their families. Though how they expect families to live here is beyond me. Really? Treating scientists no better than farm workers. How oddly backwards for a class four. Why do you keep calling me that? Class four, as I've already explained, is simply the classification system my class uses. I am not a classification system. I am a person. Yes. Yes, you are. That is why I'm asking you these questions. I want to know all about your experiences as a person. That sounds awfully personal. I assure you, it is purely for anthropological purposes. All I need is information about your dwelling, your economic circumstances, and your relationships. What kind of woman do you think I am? I'm a respectable person in a respectable neighborhood, and I'm not going to answer any seamy tabloid report. I do not know of that kind of report. I did not realize personal habits were taboo for class fours. The information you give me is only for my class, I assure you. I don't know. I'm not sure I can continue. I mean, I hardly know anything about you. Oh, did I not introduce myself? I am sorry. I am so excited to be here, I forgot common courtesies. Please call me Physic. Physic? Sounds like a soft drink, not a name. It is unusual for my people, but I am fond of it. My name is unusual, too. I think it makes me special. What is your name? Melinda. That is very lovely sounding. Thank you, Melinda. You are welcome, Physic. May we continue? Yes. Just don't ask anything too personal. Of course. Modify the angle of entry, replace the variable with the weight of the fuel, carry the one, and BAM! I just made the rocket that'll take humans to Mars. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I forgot to adjust for the thickness of the screws. Damn it! I failed science!
We can hear you down the hall, Harry. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Rocket's still giving you trouble? You have no idea, Ken. Actually, since I'm working on the thrusters, I do. Oh yes, I do. Right. Sorry, I just... I can't get this right. No matter what I do, I feel like such a loser. Such is the way of science, buddy. But what if I'm really just not smart enough to advance the mission, Ken? What if I'm spending all this time in the lab and abandoning my family for nothing? Nothing? Says who? <laughs> the wife. She just left me the mother of all guilt trip voicemails. <laughs> Melinda? No offense, buddy, but I wouldn't take that complaint too seriously. What? Why? We're scientists. We're on the front lines of the space race. This is where the action is. How's she supposed to know that without being here? Oh. Don't sweat it. She'll be fine. And so will you. Thanks, Ken. Yeah, she'll be fine. And I think Fanta was invented by the Nazis. Is that everything? Fascinating. You're lucky I watch so much television. Who knows what kind of answers you would have gotten from someone less educated. This is all very fascinating. Did you listen to a word I said? Listen? I recorded it. I hope you do not mind me saying so, but I think this report will earn me the best grade in class. Report? This is my life. And after hearing myself describe it, it sounds terrible. Terrible? Quite the opposite. Feudal anachronisms alongside atomic power, periodically roughing it in nature, bathroom machines that operate differently depending on where you are on the planet. This is absolutely fascinating stuff. If you say fascinating one more time, I'm going to shove that recorder down your throat. Oh, unprovoked aggression. Wonderfully, fa I mean, complex response for class four. Are we done? Oh, yes, I suppose. But I have so many more questions I would like to ask you. But I thought... You are right, Melinda. You have helped me very much, so please choose your gift. Anti-grav, sandals, portable solar converter. A bit primitive, I'm afraid, but that'll do in a pinch. This, a regenerative solution. What's that green thing? A regenerative solution. What does it do? It regenerates things. What does that mean? Well, it fixes them, relieves pain, reduces inflammation, grows new tissue. Like hair? Yes, I suppose so. Show me it can grow hair. Oh, okay then. Just a few drops, then concentrate on your hair growing. Oh! See? Perfectly natural. And the store charged me $40 for those stupid extensions. That's highway robbery, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. When is that? My baby. Uh, are you sure it's not a security alarm? He's teething. Oh, oh my, a newborn. 18 months. Cries like a newborn, I know. Oh, uh, wouldn't the center accept him? I keep telling Harry that we need to pay for daycare, but he insists we can't afford it. And whose fault is that? Not mine. I'm just the one taking care of him. He seems so atavistic. What does that mean? Manifestly insecure with paranoid tendencies? He's just a baby. Besides, he was two weeks premature. He's very sensitive. Oh, is that it? I have just the thing. It is a neural distorter we use to train regresses on Rigel 2. It's very effective. I don't know. Junior looks a little strained. He's just letting it do the work. 
It speeds up neural processes and helps clean up extra brain cells mammals accumulate before puberty. Will it make him smarter? Because I've always wanted a smart baby. It should cube his current IQ, but given that he's a baby, it can only do so much. Well, what does that mean? Is it better for him than alphabet blocks? I paid a pretty penny for those, let me tell you. And he won't go anywhere near them. Oh, I don't know about that, but let me put it this way. An intelligent idiot is still an idiot. It's keeping him quiet, that's for sure. Wait! You insulted my baby! How dare you! But he's trying to eat the disruptor! Get out! And take this piece of garbage with you! Oh, for Pete's sake! How much? Pardon? How much do you want for the piece of junk? Uh, um, it was strictly ordered not to accept any medium exchange for my questions. It's a dollar, okay? Oh, I was strictly told not to... Take it! Stop yelling at me! Oh, paper currency, how primitive! Get out! As you wish. Thank you again for your answers. They'll make the most satisfying report. Wow. He's usually out by now. Junior's been a dream all day, Harry. Thanks to that weird little prism. What did that little bald guy call it? A neuron, something or other. I don't know. All I know is it made the baby stop crying. Really? Do you know why? I don't know. I'm just happy it does. Here, you take him for a sec. I need to pee. Oh, hi, little guy. Did you uh, have a good day? Papa. Oh, you want your papa? Papa, uh, book, bookshelf. Oh, you. You're pointing at the bookshelf? You want a, you want a book? Oh, oh. Well, I'll be. How is he? Oh, what is he doing? Looks like he's trying to read the encyclopedia. Oh, he thinks he can read. <laughs> How cute. I wonder what he'll do tomorrow. Me too. Ten seconds left in the semester, and I still haven't heard from Physic. I'll bet he'll come running in here in three, two... Professor Nord! I knew it. Come in. I finished my project. This is your report? Yes. It's finished. On time. Yes. Do I pass? I don't believe it. Please do. You see my records here. But... You had difficulties? How? I took your advice, sir. I gave them gifts. What gifts? Shiny things from the free table, sir, just like you said. Like what? A standard regeneration serum and a neural disruptor. You left a neural disruptor with a class four? I left it with a baby. What? Oh, you have one in your desk. Do you know how neural disruptors work, Physic? No, sir. What do you mean? Neural disruptors raise IQ by letting users tap into the collective intelligence of the universe. And if you tune them just right, the universe can listen back. Oh, I can see the baby in the prism. And he can see us. Is that why he's crawling closer? Uh-oh. You just gave a baby the key to the universe. Uh-oh. Having fun with your books, honey? Uh, good. Are you teaching yourself to read so you can make mommy proud? Bookshelf. 
That's my junior. Go play with your father's books while Mommy uses this magical green stuff on her eyelashes. Kay. Kay. I'll be. That almost sounded like an answer. I have a genius baby. Now, what did physics say? Oh, right. Concentrate. Okay. Concentrating on my eyelashes. Concentrating. Oh, my eyelashes are longer and thicker. This is so much better than those dreadful extensions. Me. Me. Give me. Junior, you know better than to grab Mommy's stuff. I'll just have to hide this where you won't find it. <laughs> oh, Junior, please stop. <laughs> of course. May I? Oh! Are you Mrs. Belinda Carter? Uh, yes. Were you visited around 0100 hours yesterday morning by a man named Physic? Why, yes. You look just like him, as a matter of fact. Mrs. Carter, I am Professor Nord. I am physics supervisor. And I am immensely sorry for his having disturbed you. What? Why? Did he do something wrong? He left a neural disruptor here, did he not? Oh, maybe. May I check? Well, no. This is my house. It's not safe for me to let anyone in here with the baby. You don't have a warrant. Ma'am, I understand your concern, but this is a matter of urgency. Please. Well, Physic did leave something. It's kept the baby quiet all day. He gave a neural disruptor to a baby? No. Hey, I didn't say he could come barging in here. Is this the baby? My baby, yes. And the disruptor? I don't know. Stop asking all these questions and explain yourself this instant or I will call the police. Ma'am, I hear your concern, but I need you to hear mine. Which is? Let's call it security. I simply can't leave advanced technology in the hands of a primitive baby. You are insulting my son. Get out. Ma'am, be reasonable. You have a baby. Giving him anything more advanced than the rattle he's chewing on now is liable to cause injury to him and everyone around him. With a tool as powerful as the disruptor, well, it's like giving a rocket launcher to a chimp. Get out this instant. Please. All right, all right, I'll be back. <laughs> I know, baby. I'm scared, too. What about changing the angle of... No, that throws all the math off. I failed science again! Perfect. A distraction. Hello? Harry? Honey, what a surprise. You never call me at work. We just had a little emergency. Oh no, are, are you okay? Yeah, just rattled. Junior, too. Is that him in the background? Yes. I can't calm him down. Well, what happened? A weird little man stopped by. Again? No, a, a different one. This one was... Well, he wasn't mean, but he sure wasn't nice. Did he hurt you and the baby? No, he just... There was something off about him, Harry. I didn't like him, or the way he talked about the baby. Not in Mommy's ear, honey. 
Can't you give him that prism thing to keep him quiet? No. That's what the weird little man wanted. I don't want Harry Jr. near it. How about one of my textbooks? Brilliant. There we go. He's happy now. Thank you, Harry. That was a good idea. I don't think you've ever said that to me before. Oh, I haven't. No. <clears throat> uh, did you call the police? They said they couldn't do anything about it. Useless. Tell me about it. But you and the baby are okay, right? Yeah. He's trying to read the book again. <laughs> Still cute. Do you want me to come home? No. But he's coming back for the prism. Better give it to him, then. But it's Junior's. It makes him happy. Yeah, but that's not worth putting you two in danger. Oh, that makes sense. Thank you, Harry. You're welcome. Uh, let me know if he shows up again, okay? Okay. Bye. Bye. Adam. Adam. Yes, honey. Keep practicing those almost words. Just let me take that weird prism. <laughs> Mike! Oh, Mike! Sorry, honey. I don't want this thing in my house. Nord is coming back, and I I don't want him sticking around. Not for the green fire. Not for this. Well, all you want. But that's him. Who is it? Professor Nord, Mrs. Carter. I am back. Oh, Mr. Nord. Here you go. Professor Nord, actually. This is more than just a disruptor. Yes. Physic gave me the green vial for answering his questions. Here it is, along with the prism. Please leave now. No, unfortunately I can't. But I gave you everything. You did. Thank you. Still, I need to check the baby and see if it has been affected by the prism. Standard protocol, Mrs. Carter. You understand. Stop barging into my house. And don't you go near my baby. He doesn't seem to like me. I don't blame him. Mrs. Carter, please try to understand. What do you think would have happened to your planet if your ancestors had had ray guns? I beg your pardon? How would your species have evolved if Neanderthals had blown each other apart with lasers instead of clubbing each other to death with bones? You'd all be extinct. Chimps would rule the planet. Um... Wasn't that a movie? What if Hitler had an atomic bomb? How should I know I wouldn't be here? Precisely! Why are you asking me these crazy things? Because that is the situation I am trying to prevent, Mrs. Carter. The absolute worst thing that could happen to you as a species, and probably as a parent. But... Physic thought it would help keep Junior quiet. He also thought he was visiting a Class 4 society. His judgment isn't the best. Bam man, bam man. Did your baby just speak? No, those are just noises. He's been making them all week. Is that normal? For him? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Meanie. That hardly seems normal. He's a baby. What do you expect? Come here, honey. Let mama hold mama. you. Mama, mama. Oh, sweetheart. You almost said mama. You said he was playing with a disruptor. No, I said it was keeping him quiet. He was just staring at it. Are you sure? Why would I lie to you? 
Strange seems not to have affected him at all. Great. I gave you the disruptor. All you done. Almost. Here is your currency. Check the serial number. Thank you. Can you please go? I need to take care of my baby. One last thing, ma'am. What? Your baby seems a bit egotistical. Stop insulting my baby! Atom. Atom. Yes, honey. Those are almost words. Can you just stop talking for a sec so I can feed you? No. Oh, good lord. Please don't let that be your first word. Wait. Was it? Are you talking? No. Huh. We'll see about that. Hey, honey. I'm home. Harry, what a surprise. I thought you'd like it. I do. Is everything okay at the lab? <sighs> no, I'm a failure. I've tried everything I can think of, Melinda. Everything. I, I just can't get this rocket to fly. Oh. Um. I wasn't prepared to talk about this. I just can't figure it out. I feel like such a loser. And you expect me to help you? Vacuum! A vacuum? In space? Wait a minute, that's perfect! Why didn't I think of that before? Thank you, honey! I didn't say that. I said it! What? Of course you did. I heard you. No. I said I did not say that. Whatever game this is, Melinda, I, I don't get it. And I have no idea what you're talking about. But if you didn't say it... Me! Junior? Uh-huh. I'm smart now. You... you read my textbooks? Yep. Yep. And now I can help you. Junior! Add <laughs> <laughs> prism. Can't talk without prism. <laughs> Junior, Junior, are you, are you okay? <laughs> oh my goodness, I do have a genius baby. Had a genius baby. The prism's gone, and so is his genius. Damn it, I just can't catch a break. Melinda. What? Never open the door for salesmen again. <laughs> Future Past Dramatized Stories from the Golden Age of Science Fiction presented Knock Knock, based on the story Teething Ring by James Causey, adapted for radio by Lori Ann Arvasquez. In the cast were Rebecca Murray as Melinda Carter, John Monk as Harry Carter, Joseph McGuire as Physic, Dave Van Meer as Nord, D. Ray Brockman as Junior, and Rick Rosini as Ken. I'm your announcer, Anne Bodle-Nash. Music director, Jasmine Clemenson. Future Past theme by Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. Sound design and dialogue editing, Jay Charles. Production assistant, Tori Quisenberry. Recording engineer, Misa Fukuda. Recording technician, Denny Mua. Directed by Dave Johnson. Produced by Joseph C. McGuire. Recorded at KSBR Studios in Mount Vernon, Washington. This is a Radio Theater Project presentation.